Hello, everyone, and welcome to a, an all-new week um, of the Two-Minute two Drive podcast. I'm this week's host, Abraham Trevino, alongside with my buddy, Robert Pallas. How's it going, buddy? What's going on, man? Uh, and uh, this week, we have uh, we have two new guests, or not new, I'm sorry, Patrick, uh, our boy Patrick is back on, and uh, we got my on. Uncle Ray, we got my Uncle Ray in the house. Uh, thanks for coming on tonight, gentlemen. Um, Thanks for inviting us. Thanks for inviting me, man. This is exciting. I love talking football. I love talking yeah. Texans. And uh, man, I'm just I, happy I, to be here. I was Robert. I was telling. Uh, I was telling my uncle Ray last night that that Jake was going to be on. That you were going to shit on him. And I go, and if you want, you can shit on him too, man. But that's what we. That's what we do. But he ended up not uh, being able to come on the air tonight. He uh, he has the flu. He said. He said, make it serious. So we can't say the IR because he might get all pissed off, or whatever. But he's always uh, MIA sometimes. But uh, anyway, uh, Jake will Jake will be back soon, hopefully. But uh, get rest, buddy. Um, so the wild card weekend is in the books. Uh, we had the divisional round uh, already uh, up and ready to go. We'll get to that later on. But um, any anybody can chime in at any moment or any time. Um, anybody have any games that they want to talk about? Uh, Patrick, I know you and I have some or have that one that we want to talk about. But <laughs> um, Ray, Robert, any any other games besides the meltdown that y'all want to talk about? Let's let our <laughs> special guest go. Ray, I, I want your thoughts on Wild Card Weekend. What stood out to you the most? Oh man, the Texans just dominating the Browns. Of course, you know, just a, it was a. It was a, almost a flawless game. I think the score would have been higher because there were two opportunities that the Texans had to capitalize. One was a pass that was overthrown to Nico Collins, and then the second was a pass that was dropped by Dalton Schultz. Both of those both of those guys were wide open and had the end zone right in front of them. So those would have been two additional scores. Uh, but I can't overemphasize on how well the defense played. That's something that we usually don't see with the Texans. Mm-hmm. They've got a they've got a they've got a decent defense for an NFL team, but not a defense that pick sixes, you know, two times with a quarterback like, like Joe Flacco and a team like the Browns. So, you know, the, the Texans certainly showed up this week and uh, I I think they're just a completely different team, man. Um, Just the way they played, the way they handled the number one defense in the league. Like, I mean, come on. How quickly, you know, things can turn around in a franchise when you get the right quarterback, which I think, CJ Stroud has just been unbelievable, like just from the get go. Yeah. Um, Robert, I was telling I was telling Ray last night, we talked a little bit and I was telling him how you and I uh will reference that game with Stroud versus Mayfield, the Bucks and the Texans game. Yeah. Man, that what a game that was. That was an exciting game. Yeah. Um, that's where we saw the true like that was like a true test for for Stroud and and I believe in that guy. And I told you when we did the episode in the very beginning um, last season where the Houston Texans were going to be the surprise team, and look what happened. You know, look what's going on right now. Yeah, unfortunately, I was at work during, like, the first <laughs> half of that game, so I didn't know anything that was going on, and I get home, and I sit next to my dad. I was hey, what's going on in the Texas, Texans game? <laughs> All I did was look at the score. I was like, they're already in the 40s. I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> I predicted them to win close, but not like that. So that was a huge surprise. Patrick? Yeah. Um I mean, I I I picked the um the Browns. I thought you have an experienced guy in Joe Flacco. I don't think I don't know if Flacco's ever lost in I mean like has a really good uh, record in January. I know that he's lost yeah. a step. He's like 38, 39, but I was like, all right, he's played as good as any of the 
any of the, the revolving door quarterbacks that were the Browns this season. But I think that goes back to your point of like when you have a, a quarterback that that knows your system, can make the right throws, like that's all the difference in the world. Because these are two teams that have pretty similar builds, like good running game, stingy defense, that kind of stuff. Uh, and obviously Cleveland has a better defense throughout the season, but they quite literally their wheels fell off, right? Like just Joe Flacco, Schultz's age, two pick sixes, uh, wild uh, in the playoff game. But like, I don't know if they had a, if you have a full season of not even Joe Flacco, of any quarterback, right? That is just going that whole system and they had like four this season. You're probably, you know, maybe the game's closer, maybe they win, but like, hey, this is what happens when you have like a phenom rookie against a, uh, he has a solid defense. Uh, and uh, one more thing is that the, I didn't, I knew, I knew Nico Collins would take a step. Um, and obviously you had like Robert, uh, not Robert Woods, um, Noah Brown and, and, uh, Tank Dell, but like Nico Collins is, is becoming one of the better, like wide receivers in the game, uh, in front of our eyes. I was like, oh, yeah, no, you know, no competition. He's going to take some sort of step, but he's become really, really good. Um, and that's just what happens when you have good chemistry with your quarterback. And when you guys like playing for each other, um, I thought them, I thought Damian Pierce losing work to Devin Singletary would be like the mark of like, all right, there's some kind of hole in this, in this team right now. And there are some, right? but I think we're just doing his thing. And yeah, just keep believing, nervous steal. Yeah. On, uh, on paper, you would, you know, the Browns should have utter destruct the Texans, right? Because the defense yeah. with with Miles Garrett, with 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 Ward as uh, on the on the uh, free safety side, on offense you have um, Kareem Hunt, you have uh, Cooper, you have Njoku. So I mean, and and of course you have um, um, what's his name, Joe Flacco. You know the experienced guy. So you're thinking, okay, they're going to come in here, and you've got Houston who who is young, you know, especially with Will Anderson on the linebacker side. Um, but, but when you look, when you watch the game and I was looking out and I watched some of it and, and man, it just looked like, you know, it was opposite as if the, the Browns were more of the inexperienced team and the, and the Texans were more experienced, you know, because Stroud is just there connecting. He's got, he's got a hell of an arm. Um, mm-hmm. so, I mean, he, he, when he throws those bombs, you know, when Tank Dell was also healthy, I mean, Tank Dell was just unstoppable, man. Like they had to, even with double coverage on him. And, mm-hmm. and with the, with, with Nico Collins stepping in and of course Noah Brown and, uh, and, and Dalton Schultz, you know, yeah, I mean, these, these guys are all, they're playing together. So it's forming and it's been forming, you know, since, since the beginning of the season. So, um, this is, you know, a huge surprise. Um, it sucks that they're going to play the Ravens because I'm not too sure if they can, um, Maybe take I mean, them out. We'll we, talk about that later. Sure? I mean, I know we'll I mean, get into it later, but like <laughs> yeah, all the pressure, all the pressure is going to be on the Ravens and Lamar. A lot of these you know, teams that advance this weekend, like it's all house money now. Green Bay, Tampa, you know, no look, one's gonna, expecting Houston yeah. to make it this far. I'm going to tell you what they have. They have nothing to lose basically because yeah. nobody expected them to be in this situation or where they're at right now. Yeah. So you know, if they if they go and they win, then shit man hell i guess you know they got to go super bowl right if they beat the ravens but if they lose then it's no big disappointment because nobody expected them to be where they're at now yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's not are, are you when are you guys going to talk about that ravens game 
we'll we'll we'll, we'll get to it down uh, in our rundown later on yeah. in the match. Just wanted to tease that a little bit. Um, I guess switching gears a little bit, my surprise of the weekend was, uh, and I'm going to sound like a homer, but it was the defense oh, of the Tampa right. Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> I know the Eagles were reeling, no A.J. Brown and all that, <clears> but <throat> the way they were just bringing on the heat uh, on Jalen Hurts on the, in that Eagles offense, this just reminded me of that Bucks defense that smothered Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago and, you know, nobody expected anything out of Tampa this year. I looked at a lot of the analysts preseason. Most of them had them last place. Most of them had them not winning more than four games. Everybody said they were going to tank for the number one pick. And, yeah, they were very, very mid in the middle of the season. But they started off right and then ended off on a high note, um, or at least with this with this playoff victory. So, um, again, just super, just super surprised from the defense, just bringing the heat, which – I know Todd Bowles is is good with their defense, but we haven't seen him this feisty since since that Super Bowl run. So it was it was nice to see that again. I don't know if you I know don't expect that much from from the Tampa Bay Bucks, but I wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, I was when I watched that game last night. I was looking at uh, I mean Baker Mayfield didn't make you know he didn't make any crucial mistakes, and and he was also making some good plays, some good. It was throws. A bunch of drops is what it was. Yeah, well, yeah, but. Either way, Mike Evans had a good game. Um, the defense actually was really good. I mean, um, I, you didn't see – I mean, Jalen Hurts really couldn't do much, um, you know, going – with the pocket. I mean, he was scrambling. And, and so, um, yeah, and some of the players got hurt, right? I think, uh, like, Dallas got hurt, got hurt towards the end. And then I yeah. think um, I think Julio Jones got uh, knocked out or something like that yeah, in the third quarter. So, yeah, they, they stopped, the, they stopped the, the tush push. Yeah, they did. They actually did. Uh, the defense, you know, held that as as well. Which, so, uh, <laughs> go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. I was say, which, by the way, trying to ban a play is stupid. Like, just <laughs> stop it. If you can't, better. if you can't stop it, that's that's a an ace <laughs> up the sleeve for the for the other team. Jalen Hurts squats like six hundred pounds. Like, I don't know. Tell you really get the, something like that or something really close to it. He's that. There's a reason that play works. 99% of the time, uh, percent of the time, but like, Hey, this is what happens. You plan for it and they got to stop on it. Uh, tell your, tell your quarterbacks or tell your, yeah, tell your quarterbacks to hit, hit the weight room or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, terrible. Like that, that, that Eagles defense fell off yeah. the, yeah. off the tracks, like throughout the season, they just became uh, someone you threw 300 yards for every single week. Uh, didn't matter who it was, and oh, look, Baker Mayfield, uh, three hundred thirty-seven, three touchdowns, no picks. Like there was just a couple of just terrible tackling, bad zone. Oh yeah, and for sure. They were they, they, had, were, they, they were had a up. they had so many yards after the catch. I think that was one of the stats. It's like, geez, this Eagles defense could not tackle anybody. Yeah, I think Bradbury got burned a couple of times, right? Bradbury, and then I think Slay kind of missed some some tackles. Yeah, I think it was was it the yeah. Palmer touchdown or on the sideline? Yeah, you had a light in front of you, and just missed tackle yeah. straight to the house. It, like it, it, yeah, it was Palmer. <laughs> yeah, I think number ten, right? That's Palmer, Robert. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he's the one that you know, with missed tackle, and he just he went in for a score. Yeah, was, uh, pretty bad. Any other surprises yeah. from the weekend? Or do yeah, we want to? Uh, or do we want to get uh, into it already? <laughs> let's go ahead and let's let's go ahead and just freaking get it over with. Um, Dallas, <laughs> man, 
ready for that game on Sunday. Oof. I was I was ready and 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 uh man, like the first I think what the first quarter Green Bay shoves it down yes. our throat, they score. And I said, Aaron Jones, man, if they can't stop Aaron Jones and he's he's gonna feast. And uh yeah, he, he sure as hell did. <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, I don't know what the hell, man. Our defense, uh, Micah, like Robert hates when Micah's just on the sidelines pouting, and that's what was happening uh, already. Um, I, we couldn't stop the run. It. Um, one of the, uh, I was watching sports, the sports on the news, and and the the analyst was saying that um, I think Dobbs, the receiver for Green Bay, they said, oh, you know, Dallas made this guy look like a like a pro bowler like he's been there for years and, and he was just <laughs> and I was like and, and and what did I tell you what did I tell you Robert every time the, the the Cowboys play someone that player that is shitty ends up looking like a freaking pro bowler you know like for years and yeah sure enough this is what happened and and they just got feasted on there was there should there's no reason why that that damn Packers team should have would have or should have scored 48 points like that's just ass man bad i don't even know how that happened like i just had to start i stopped watching at halftime and just would check the score look away check the score it's ridiculous yeah you shouldn't be bringing in your second string in a playoff game (laughs) but they were up so much they were like whatever it doesn't matter your backup should not be seeing meaningful minutes in the fourth quarter but, but the <laughs> yeah, Cowboys but there was there was people leaving at halftime when it was like twenty seven to seven and I'm just like what um there's there's so many things that are wrong um Pollard is is an issue I think we need to let that guy walk because he just was shit from last year you know compared to when he when Zeke was on there um man I don't know um I think Dak is a problem too. And and definitely got a got a clean house with the coaching staff. I think the Cowboys are. See first. It does not matter what they. Well, do. they have they have a dominant line. They have a dominant defense. The Cowboys are really good at starting ahead, staying ahead. But I've never really seen them able to come back from a, a a beating like that. You know, while other teams, there are other quarterbacks out there that can come back from a twenty percent deficit. Uh, I was about to say Tony Romo, but Dak Prescott isn't that quarterback. I think if Tony yeah. Romo going back, if we're going to talk Cowboys, if Tony Romo had Dak's line, Super Bowl, oh, team, yeah. hands that's down. A, that's a that, whole different. But he was a dynamic player. I think that, that's too overconfident, you know? It, yeah. That, they're, they're, I, their offense just isn't set up to come from behind. Like, they're mm-hmm. very – and I get it because you can – you can control the, the you can control the clock, right? You just methodically go seventy five yards, touchdown. Now we're gonna have this elite defense who's uh full of energy and 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 not tired. Come get get another stop, and then we're gonna go and and we're, I get it. Uh, but like uh, I, I wouldn't call Dak like a game manager, but like he he does not have that like <clears throat> oh we need fourteen points in the next five minutes. Let me make something happen. Yeah. Um, I'm just not really built for that. I want to ask you guys this, this question. Do you think with Dan Quinn, because, you know, it was, it's supposed to be a top five defense, but do you think with those interviews and with that Seattle job open, do you think Dan Quinn was more focused on that? Um, or, or do you think it was just the Cowboys or the defense just laying an egg? 
Mm. I, I think the interviews were a little bit overblown. I'm sure he has that focused. Uh, he has some focus there. Uh, he's all but signed to Seattle at this point. But like, I think it's just it's just the Cowboys are cursed. Like it's a they. It doesn't matter how how everything else fits on paper. Something is going to happen, and in this one, it's the defense. All of a sudden, isn't elite, and a lot of the a lot of these stars are no shows, and you have you're giving up three touchdowns to Aaron Jones, and like it it just happens. They lay an egg. You can't come from behind. There it is, and and it was six touchdowns, right? Three from Love and three from Aaron Jones. Something like Something that. Like Listen, that, right? when you, yeah. when when you are when you have a rookie, not a rookie, uh, when you have a quarterback who their first playoff ever, when he is throwing like a thirty yard touchdown off his back foot, like you just kind of like, all right, there's nothing like it. What do you do? Like there's yeah. this. Uh, I think it's the Dobbs catch where they're running play action, and Aaron Jones and love kind of run into each other and like the play was yeah. boxed and it didn't matter because he still found Dobbs wide open would set up another touchdown and like when and, you have stuff like that happen where play botched plays still become big yardage like there's not much you can do those are the plays where you're supposed to gain an edge and they couldn't yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what also Stefan Gilmore man he looked like he was lost out there you know like that from Pulp Fiction where John Travolta's like kind of like <laughs> you know and I'm just like I, I looked at a couple of plays from Stefan Gilmore and I'm like, bro, what are you doing, dude? And yeah, man, it, it was just bad. It was bad. <laughs> hey, do, Ray. do you think that the go ahead? Go um ahead. Ray, I don't I don't know if Abe, I don't know how much you listen to the show or whatnot, but Abe has been so high on Stefan Gilmore that this little mini monologue that he just said on him is super hilarious to me because he was hyping up this guy all year and I told him I said, this is not the same Stefan Gilmore that was with the Patriots when they won the Super Bowl. I said, you're not getting that same guy. But nah, he didn't want to hear any of it. And look at what happened. And I told you, and I've been saying this all season long, the Cowboys are just undisciplined, and it's just the same song and dance with this team every year. And I told you, just wait for it. And y'all were hyping up, oh, yeah, oh, they're beating up all these teams. And I said, but why are they getting blasted by the good ones? San Francisco, Buffalo. And I even told you all in that five-game stretch where you're all going to have towards the end, Bills, Dolphins, Lions. It, it was all it was all right there for you all. It told you all what was going to happen in the playoffs, and that's what happened. Just but undisciplined, look, same team. And and here's my here's my thoughts on this: is that you have a, a ten and eight Green Bay Packers team coming in, right? They're not a shutout team. Cowboys are the number one team in the league record stats everything even with this Stephon Gilmore he didn't play at a high capacity at all in this game I do not think that they prepared mentally for the game they thought that the the Packers were going to come in and they were going to take them out based on record and numbers they didn't expect the Packers to fucking show up hungry you know which they did they did and so everyone was just outplayed outmanned and outgunned that was a complete mental game because the Packers yeah. just fired off from the beginning, and the Cowboys had no answer because they came they came in on their back foot. I mean, football is a huge mental game, and, and if the team isn't ready for it, then they're just going to get blasted, you know? Exactly. And, the, and, the, and, the and Cowboys – no, sorry, go ahead. 
And, and that's that's how I feel Dak Prescott plays, right? He came in cocky. Like, you could tell by the way he was walking, walking in, like, I got this. No, you didn't. Jordan loves dynamic. He moves. He makes plays. And they just, they got outplayed big time, you know? And by the time, by the time they do understand what's going on and what happened, they started panicking. Like Abe said, like John Travolta, they didn't know what the hell was going on. You know, they started panicking. What do we do? We're getting outplayed. And by that time, they can't go into that calm mindset, the mindset of a true winner. Yeah. The Jair Alexander pick, the first pick he threw, that's kind of set up everything. That was a great play. It was just, yeah, he just went and he made that play. And like I said, like it's like, you know, you go in, you score, and all of a sudden the second pick six is just a terrible throw. And now you're just like, all right, well, there's not, they're starting to close the book. So they were down 27 nothing at that point. Like, what are, what are we going to do? Yeah. And he's not even a quarterback who, uh, you're expected like like Joe Flacco like I knew that the Texans were going to get I I I um uh, I said that the Texans will have three picks in this game you know I didn't I didn't expect any pick sixes but I knew that Flacco would throw picks I didn't think that Dak Prescott was going to throw any picks this game you know even though he has in the past right he's known for it this year he's been fucking clean yeah. he's just been clean this year it's one thing to lose, like, let's say it was 30, 27, you lose by a field goal. Like, they were never in it, like, from the beginning. Like, they were just never no. in it. And That's, that just yeah. goes back to, like, no, there's there was no, there's nobody in that locker room, like a Dan Campbell or a Bill Belichick to tell them, like, hey, you guys haven't done shit yet. Like, y'all haven't done anything. And they just let them, you know, they let, Micah has his podcast where he runs his mouth. And even Dak was feeling himself all season, so. There was nobody to keep them in check, and that's the biggest, the biggest issue. You know, your owners, your owners endorsing you and saying you're MVP and all that stuff. Yeah, that's going to get to your head. And look what happened. So, do you feel Belichick's going there next year? By what from you just a, said, from a <laughs> no. disi- from a discipline standpoint, they need that. But uh, we've seen that Belichick doesn't know the offensive side of the ball, which is where that's really where you're going to get over the hill like I don't think that I don't think Dak's the guy I really don't Mm -hmm. I really don't I don't think that's the quarterback but I don't know how much money he's owed or whatever so I don't know if you can just cut bait with him or or well he's he's actually he's actually due for for a contract a contract extension and I think it's like like around close to 300 million I think Jesus wow is it Nick gosh I think it's it's in the it's in the lines of that, but he's not worth that, man. He's not, and if they sign him to that extension, no way. Gosh, you know they will. Jerry Jones will do it. Jerry Jones will atone for his sins. He has they, been atoning for it for thirty years. They they it, they, they need they need to they need to let Trey Lance they need to let Trey Trey Lance kind of run and see what how, what he does. I don't know. As, as long as Jerry owns that team, it's it doesn't matter. That that yeah. will he he he. All these strong, like you can say, like Bill Belichick, or you can say uh, Harbaugh, or like it doesn't matter. He likes, he wants to run the team, and that's why he picks coaches that are kind of pushovers. And team doesn't take them seriously, so you don't have someone kind of getting their ass like that. Yeah, uh, it's same song and dance. Like 
Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Bill Parcells made a call to Belichick, and be like, "Hey, man, like, <laughs> I, I would not. I would not. You can entertain it and listen to what they have to say, but I don't know. If I'm Belichick, I, I don't see yeah, an upside. Yeah, but 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 real. So Packers were the seventh seed. I think they're the only seventh seed that took out a high, you know, like a number two, like the Cowboys were. I mean, that's embarrassing, though. I mean, don't you think that you know if Jerry is smart? that he's saying fuck out of here, you know, McCarthy and, and get somebody, you know, because Jerry's like, I want to win another championship, but you know, if you keep hanging on to these piece of shit guys and then that quarterback, okay. So why is it that they cut Zeke, right? They cut Zeke, but they can't cut Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott came out of the same draft. Hasn't done mm-hmm. shit in the eight season, eight or nine seasons that he's been there. You know? Yeah. He hasn't thrown any or that many interceptions this year, but he hasn't done shit. If he, you know, against the 49ers, he couldn't do shit. It looked like a little bitch running around. Um, <laughs> the Bills, we shouldn't have gotten annihilated like that from the Bills. And then the damn Dolphins, are you fucking kidding me? And then and these the are Dolphins. Good teams. Yeah. yeah, but but the Dolphins got handled by a Chiefs with no receivers. Are you fucking kidding me? It's because mm-hmm. why? Because because <laughs> Mahomes is a better quarterback. That, and I've said this plenty of times. Dak's a piece of shit. And I know, yeah, but you bought I, into I, you bought into no, the hype train this year. Let, let me, you bought let, into mother, the hype mother, train. Mother, let, let me fucking say it right now. <laughs> I, I was there, and I said, okay, he's looking like MVP, and I was on cloud nine with that motherfucker Prescott, and then that bitch ass freaking had a shit ass game against the Bills, and I'm like, man, you know what? I woke up and I got rid of the beer goggles, and I said, oh fuck this bitch. So yeah, you know, times of times of flat circle, times of flat circle with this fan base. Listen, Dak has had the thing that bothers me is that he's had he's always had at, at least a playoff caliber team. Like when he took over, they were they had a great offensive line. They drafted Zeke because yeah. they, because they were replacing Demarco Murray. They're like basically. Hey. They, had the whole team for Roma, and then he, you know, obviously got hurt or whatever. So, like, he's had at the very least a solid playoff team every single. I can't think of a year outside of him uh, missing the whole season uh, or most of the season, or whatever. That he's like, oh yeah, this is just a shit team. Like they've all been at least, hey, you can make some noise. And so the past, especially the past two, three years, where you're having. Trayvon Diggs have 11 picks or Micah Parsons is wreaking havoc or now you have uh at least to start the season you had uh Diggs Gilmore and uh Bland and like just elite defenses or really good running games that one two punch of Zeke and, and uh Pollard like it doesn't matter like you have to make more noise than this regular season's great but this is the third time in a row you go twelve and five and fucking lose. I mean, ugh. well, that's why all, all all eyes are on them to see what they're gonna do. I think they're waiting for the dominoes to see what's gonna happen. Oh yeah, because I know Belichick interviewed with the Falcons already. Um, Harbaugh, I, I guess there's a tug of war with Michigan, and I don't know if they're gonna try to get pay pay him more money. I don't know. It all depends on what what he wants now out of his career. Because he's proven it in the NFL, but it just does he want to go back there? Does he want to be under the spotlight with with Jerry Jones? Like you know, he could get Gosh. it done there, but like Patrick said, like with Jerry Jones around, that's always going to be the 
the Achilles heel for this team. And they like, I honestly, it's probably going to, you're going to end up, it's like, it's it, one of two things happen. And it's going to be, feel very contradictory. Uh, Jerry Jones likes to make, uh, he likes to make them like headlines. So yeah, you might see yeah. like a big, uh, you might see like, Oh, like Mike Vrabel is coming, which would make sense. Like in theory, uh, it's like, Oh, Mike Vrabel's coming. You know, he's had some success here and there, blah, blah, blah. Um, but then he'll probably get throttled because, uh, Jerry likes to run the show and he doesn't like strong personalities like a Belichick or like a Tomlinson, uh, if he was ever to leave. Um, like either that happens or it's just going to be like some coordinator, like, oh, Kellen Moore's back or, you know, some shit yeah, because yeah. he likes guys that he can, that he can tell what to do and push around and, right. Let's see. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see what that. What happens uh, in the off season? I guess. Well, I, I want to um, know what uh, I want to know what Ray thinks. Who, who do you think that they should get, or what's what, what what's the answer here? I honestly think Harbaugh Harbaugh is the best choice for them, but they need to do something, you know. And again, yeah. they have the team, they have the skill set, but it, it boils down to a coach who's going to be able to lead them and keep them focused, yeah. right? And and going going into the playoffs after a season like this. It, it's just, it, it's ridiculous that the coach that they have now, um, couldn't do it, you know, and he did, he did such a great job with the Packers for so long. But again, it's, it's twofold, right? It's not, it has to be a coach. It has to be a quarterback. It has to be both that lead the team together. Right. And again, I watched the Cowboys walk out and just get annihilated from the get go. And that always tells me one thing. It tells me that the mindset's just not there. You know, they went in too confident, whatever it may have been, thinking they could beat the Packers, but it just didn't happen. So I, they need a new coach and they need a new quarterback. They have to get a leader up front or else things are just not going to work out. You know, you need a locker room leader. Yeah, it's I would just say it's going to be hard to get there. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say if <clears throat> if I'm Harbaugh or Belichick, if they want me to come in there, I'm being like, I don't want that guy as my quarterback. You let me go out, explore, figure out a way how we can get out of this because he's not. It's okay to say what Dak is. He's a B B plus quarterback who had an A year, uh, but we know what. And he that's is. really good. Like that's that's fine. It's just, I, but yeah, I don't think you... that's an, I don't think that's enough to get you to the Super Bowl. Like, right? Why, why don't we see Dak? I don't see him like yelling, galvanizing the troops. Like you, you need somebody that's gonna like just. I don't know. You just you just see him on the bench and he's not doing anything. No, and I've seen like you see Patrick Mahomes, he gets pissed off at his yeah. linemen. You know, I I've, I've even we were at the uh, Broncos Texans game, and I saw C.J. Stroud get in the face of his linemen. You know, they they're in there, and it, I don't know if he was yelling at them in 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 a in an indirect way or wrong way or whatever it may be, but I think he was just getting in there to hype them up, yeah. and I've never seen Dak do that. It's like you know? even even I'm not I'm not putting Baker in that type of level, but Baker was talking to his receivers, hey. I still trust you. I'm going to keep throwing you the ball. Like something Like you would just see Dak on the bench. Like, what are you doing guy? Like you're the America's team quarterback. Like show some emotions, show like you give a damn. I don't know. Well, so, and, and and that boils down to leadership too, back to the yeah. head coach. How's, yeah. how's he being coached? Right. Is right. he being coached and, and is he being groomed into a leader? That's why you need like a Belichick or a Harbaugh. Cause remember Belichick and Brady's relationship was, was great. And I feel like if if you do get like a Harbaugh in there, uh, he's going to take a year and he's going to strip that complete 
that team down. 2026 is not going to be the same or 2025 is not going to be the same team that you see in 2024. I guarantee there will be completely new players. Same line, same defensive line, maybe some of the defensive players, but uh, the key, the key, the key players right now, who everybody thinks is is God's gift to this earth of football, <laughs> they'll be gone. You know, maybe CD Lamb will still be there, but everyone else will be gone. Yeah. Um, so, w- would you say that if if the Cowboys were to go Bill Belichick? You go out and get you a um, you get rid of Dak or you use Dak or do you go out and get a veteran that's out there available or if you're going to go I would use the draft if, I would use the draft well, well, find it, a way it, well so, it's I understand what you're saying uh, take a look at what uh, D'Amico Ryan's did with the Houston Texans right right the unfortunate yeah. thing is that the Cowboys don't have a high draft pick you know they don't because of because of the season they had. But D'Amico Ryan's first year ended exactly what he needed to do. He replaced the players who weren't getting it done with either veteran players because he pulled a lot of people from other teams and high-caliber mm-hmm. rookies. Like, he he knew the two two spots, linebacker and quarterback, right? So he, he got C.J. Stroud and then moved up. He traded, moved up to get Will Anderson Jr. Yeah, yeah, of course. So so would you – would you okay, so if you get – if you do – hypothetically, you, you – you get Bill Belichick, right? Do you package Dak in a trade? Maybe go and yes. I don't know, man. Go yes, get yes, Russell yes. Wilson because Russell Wilson and him have kind of like the same. <laughs> well, I mean, they I, I, look. If you put Russell Wilson with our lineup, with our O line and the receivers that we have, I think Russell Wilson I, I might do. I, I don't know if it's that much different, to be honest. Well, okay, but but if but who's someone will take on Dak's contract? Someone will like maybe the Commanders, right? They got they got money. So what if they, you know, yeah, I think they'd Dak never would trade be worth to a, a division rival. Yeah, that True. and they have a high draft pick. They're they're going to get but a quarterback. If, There's a lot of good ones coming out. If you if you mm-hmm. trade Dak, what what can you get out of him? A second pick, get a, a second round. You'd probably get a maybe like a one and a two or one and a three. I doubt after this you're getting like like if you get two first, you like take that every day of the week. But like I doubt that you get that now. But you probably get maybe a one and a three. Feel great. If I, if it's me, I'm probably taking just like a bridge quarterback because but like, let's just see what works, what doesn't, and you can just prep for the draft. You're probably so, not be that good okay, anyway. but so should we go like I don't know, young a young coach like uh, Aaron Glenn in Detroit? Aaron Glenn, who are you talking Aaron. about? Yeah, he's up. He's up for uh, coaching. Are you talking about Ben Johnson, the OC from? No, Dwayne? not. No, no, no the 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 guy Aaron Glenn, the the freaking defensive coordinator for the Lions. Yeah, for coach, he's being linked. Yes, of the Dallas Cowboys. Not to the Dallas, but like he's up for you know to be a candidate for coaching. Oh, I've that's the first time I'm hearing that name. <laughs> yeah, yeah Aaron Glenn. I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, Ben, ben Johnson. Ben Johnson's young too, but um, you know who's up for who is up for a, a coaching job? Eric Bieniemy. Oh yeah, he's done. He's done pretty well with Sam Howell. He got sacked yeah. a thousand times this year because yeah. they have no line. But EB, I mean, I don't know if he'd he'd go to the to the Cowboys, but like I, I'd be interested in seeing if he can if he can run a team. Well, it looks like there's there's quite a few people. Ben Johnson, I hadn't heard of him, but he's he's the he's the top prospect right now, yeah. the offensive quarter. But then you also have uh, Frank Smith, the offensive quarter of the coordinator of the Dolphins, and then Ken Dorsey yeah. for the Bills. 
So there's some right. good prospects out there. But I think for the Cowboys, number one, it, it's culture and discipline. That's the first thing you need there. Because you have pieces, but that's your main thing. If you try to go get a Ben Johnson, is he going to be a culture setter? No, he's just a good play caller. Um, yeah. And that, that'll be good for the offense. But what about the defense that's still also, like undisciplined and you know penalties, all that stuff? Um, it was also so, just like it also goes down like there's a reason that like and i'm not saying he's the answer because he's not he's the 33rd best quarterback ever right or third for third best quarterback in the league there's a reason that like teams and like receivers like playing with a guy like gardner Minshew. like he just he's just gonna try to win and he's yeah. like and that that seems really like anecdotal and i get it but like he's yeah he's not gonna be the greatest but he's gonna he's gonna like get in your ass about shit and like he's going to give a shit, even yeah. even if he's having a great game, whatever. So like, guy, a guy with that. There's a reason that lesser quarterbacks still get jobs for however long because they because they do set and do get set people uh, hold people accountable and, and set culture. So that that also helps. Like Dak, his entire career has been really good quarterback, but just kind of ho hum kind of about everything yeah gotcha yeah. all right yeah well, even uh, flacco even that he's an old school quarterback even flacco, yeah. the tone. Yeah. He's, a, he's a great quarterback out there deshaun watson is not is deshaun watson is better than flacco but there's a reason that flacco has had a better record throughout the whole team like he just he holds him accountable he holds him to a standard yeah sean would be good in dallas i'm scared <laughs> of that team <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's different. I'd, I'd probably, I'd probably give it a shot, but not at that contract. <laughs> either way, either way, a big problems in Dallas moving forward. Unless you know what, man, just go get Billichek and uh, Josh McDaniels. You yeah. think that's the answer? You're still missing. Hey. You still have the quarterback problem. Okay, trade. We have Trey Lance. That doesn't mean Dak. Trey, Dak, Trey Lance hasn't like, proven anything. <laughs> well, I mean, we got to give him a shot. You still have Cooper Rush. But hey, I think I think you're right, though. I I think with the right coach who can set the right culture, I think both of you are right. They can groom one of their quarterbacks into that 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 leader that they need. It isn't Dak, and and no, unfortunately, I don't I don't see Dak being there. Uh, very much longer unless they do extend his contract. I think they're going to try and trade him out. I'll, I'll tell you though, if if Belichick were to take that job, let's say it was this past season and they're shitting the bed against San Francisco and Buffalo, you bet your ass Belichick would bench Dak and be like, Trey, go get there. Like this isn't you're not getting it done. Sit down. Like let's see what we got with this guy. And I think yeah. that's what Dak needs. Maybe that'll light a fire under his ass and maybe he'll, you know, show a little bit more dog in him, but um, I think that's that's the only way I could see Belichick coming and you keeping the same quarterback combo. Robert, if uh, Belichick comes to, to Dallas, uh, TB12 coming off the couch? No. No. <laughs> <Hell> no. No. <laughs> no. No. That idea was brought up to me already? No. Oh, hell no, he's not, if, man. If, if <laughs> Belichick comes to Dallas, Robert's going to be the First in line at Academy, yeah. getting yep. getting a job. <laughs> no, I've, I've already said. I already, said I already said if Brady had yeah. picked the Cowboys back when he was leaving New England the first time, I would have cut ties. I was like, I wish you well, but I 
I will not cheer for you. Uh, no, you won't. You won't. You wouldn't do that. You wouldn't I do would that. do that. If it's the Cowboys, nope. Uh, nope. Oh, whatever, man. Anyway, um, all right. Well, good stuff on that. We took a little bit too long on Nah, but you want to that. talk Cowboys. Uh, Pathetic I mean, showing. I, no. Pathetic. I don't want to hear about you're Gilmore. Only, I don't want to hear about Bland. I don't want to hear about next season when y'all are Ten and two. I don't want to hear anything. You're, you're only you're only talking like that because your bucks are still in it. But anyway, no, no. Uh, I, even if they weren't, I'd still be pumping my chest about how the Cowboys are who uh, we thought they were. <laughs> nah, you wouldn't. Anyway, well, let's move on to the uh, power rankings. Um, how do you how do you want to do this, Robert? Do you want to just do like you want to how we usually do? But or yeah, you we usually go... count down from uh, eight to one. All right, so you just want to go around the table? Yeah, we could do that. Uh, let's okay. let our our guest hosts yeah. go first. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, who wants to go, Ray or or Pat? You're number eight. We're going to go eight to one on your rankings. I will go number eight. Give me Green Bay. And I know that they just blew the doors off of Dallas. But, like, yeah. you don't ever expect much from Dallas in the playoffs. And, like, this is – I mean, you're still the worst of the best. It's kind of hard to, like, shit too much on them. But like when I look at the other wins, um, like I can't put the Bucks last because they beat a team that was uh, in the Super Bowl, and I can't put like the Texans last because of like what they're doing with the rookie and they're beating uh, the number one defense in the league. So I mean, just by just because of attrition, process of elimination, we'll go with Green Bay. All right. Wait, real quickly, I just want to probe you a little bit. Like, are we not giving them credit for beating Detroit this year? Beating Kansas City. I mean, they had some good wins on their docket. It's regular season. They did. They so regardless, regardless of those are those are teams that are in the playoffs. So nah. can't say I mean, the same they, thing. We can't say the same thing about the Cowboys because well, the Cowboys aren't in. They're not in the in the <laughs> right. But I'm but yeah. I'm just trying to make a point to Abe. Like he's like, oh, that regular season doesn't matter. Uh, but they were beating teams that are in the playoffs currently. They they woke up after Thanksgiving and they were they were playing every game like it meant something, and it did. And then you know, right. That, that being said. Okay. Green Bay, great. Put them at eight, though. Okay. Ray, who you got? Uh, man, I'm going to have to go with my number eight is the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, I just, yeah. yes, dude. I don't, I don't <laughs> I think that they it. are. I don't think that they are the same team that they were. I think that too many people have stepped up. And when I look at what the Packers have done, when I look at um, the Detroit Lions, when I look at the freaking Bills. You know, there are other teams that are just – Mahomes is great, but I I think that uh, they're they're done after this game. Okay. I agree. Uh, I'm going to go with the Chiefs as well. Um, they're number eight. Um, kind, kind of oh, like uh, the Chiefs, you know. Well, I mean, the Chiefs, they beat the Dolphins. That's kind of like the Packers beating the Cowboys, right? Because the Dolphins were supposed to be this high offense powerhouse team and this and that. And – they got blown out as well by Kansas City and and Mahomes doesn't have receivers. I know that Rice is is uh he's a good kid and he's going to be uh pretty good next year as well or he's only going to get better. Uh but Pacheco, man, that guy, he's, you know, that guy's a good running back. So, um I got the Chiefs because they're I don't know, Mahomes is a piece of shit, but anyway, I don't like that Taylor <laughs> Swift girl. Not even I would say that. I, I, I have to because I'm, I'm tired of that. I think somebody said, uh, "Who did they? Who did the Chiefs play again?" The um, they they what they this play, week or this past weekend? No, yeah, they played the Bills this week. this week. 
Yeah, I was watching this this stupid girl in the fan the, in the stands on the Bills game where she says, "Oh, Swift Taylor Swift comes next weekend or something like that," and I'm like, oh, who, "Who gives a shit, man? Gosh, damn!" But anyway, yeah, Chiefs number eight. All right, my number eight um, is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I stated what? earlier. I stated earlier in their victory. There's a caveat to it. No AJ Brown. That's huge. Um, yeah, you know the Eagles were already down in the dumps. Like this team looked like it was just tired after their five game stretch and just could never recover. Um, other than that, like just based on the other teams, like there's a lot more. I think momentum. The Bucks have been so up and down uh, this season that I can't trust them to be any higher than eight. Even though their defense was super elite last night, but like I said, can I get that on a consistent basis? Um, the offense, you know, uh, can they put up more sevens instead of threes? Uh, I don't know. It's just I have to be realistic about what they are, and they were great yesterday. But going forward, I don't know. I don't know if I could trust it. So that's why I have them all the way down at eight. All right. You want to kick us off with your seven? Me? Yeah. Uh, uh, I got the Kansas City Chiefs. I was scared to put them at eight just to see if there was going to be a riot. But since two of y'all did it, uh, that makes me feel a little <laughs> bit better. Um, you still got Mahomes. That's probably the only reason why they're not eight. Um, but yes, this isn't the same team as years past. And you know, Jake, I hope you feel better. But for this next couple of seconds, I'm going to let you know. Like just because it's Mahomes doesn't mean it's going to be enough. Like there were even years that Tom Brady couldn't even get to a Super Bowl, you know? So it, this thing is hard. Tom Brady has made it look like it's the easiest thing to do, but it's just an outlier. The, getting to the Super Bowl is hard enough, but winning it, like, so many times, it's just, it's it's not going to happen every single year. And I think the Chiefs, this is the year to, like, knock them out early because they just, their defense is good, but I'm telling you, those receivers, when they get to Buffalo, there's going to come a point where one of them's going to need to make a big play and I think they're going to let down Mahomes. It won't be because of him. It's going to be because of the receivers. So that's why I got him at seven. All right, uh, Pat. Uh, seven. I got the Bucks. Um, props to them for uh, for beating a team that was in the Super Bowl uh, very very recently. Um, and but the Eagles were still reeling, and the, the Eagles were also easily the worst defense of the playoff team. So. Like, they did what they had to do. They played tough, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Baker Mayfield is going to get a, a nice little payday. Yeah. Um, but, no pun intended, the buck stops here. Like, you're going to play the Lions, <laughs> who are on that that whole city is behind them because there's nothing yeah. else going on in Detroit right now in the sports world. So, like, the buck stops here. Great little Cinderella story, but uh, this is kind of where you get off. Nice. Not bad. Yeah. Um Ray, you want to go? Sure. Man, I have to uh, go with the Green Bay Packers. Ah. Only because, well, here's why. Because sometimes they show up and sometimes they just don't, dude. Like they were ready to play against the Cowboys, which I think that loss again yeah. was a big fucking fluke. It was a whole mindset loss. The Cowboys should have beat the crap out of them. And I think that uh, – the Packers after this win aren't going to be the same Packers once they show up for the 49ers. I think that's going to be a oh, completely yeah. different game. So I think the Packers are are number seven. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm laughing because I I also have the set the Packers at seven. Oh, okay. um, yeah. Um, 
I mean, what what you said, Ray. I mean, it's 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 right spot on. Um, the cow. I mean, the Packers as well. Another team that had nothing to lose. You know, if if they lost, so what? They weren't supposed to be there either, but they ended up getting there. Um, but with with them playing the 49ers, the 49ers are a better team than the Cowboys. So I know the Niners. Um, I don't think it might be like a cakewalk for them, but I think they they'll Mm-mm. put up a better fight. I think they'll put a better fight than the Cowboys did. Um, that's for sure. But I got Packers at seven. All right. Uh, Pat, you want to kick us off with your six? Yeah, with six, uh, I will go – I'll go Houston. Uh, great win against the Cleveland. And, but you're going against the, the best team in the NFL next week, right? And, and like, I – their Texans defense has been solid. There have been t- times where they're really good. There have been times where they're so-so. CJ Stroud is is phenomenal. He's going to be an all-pro at some point. Um, or I don't know if he was this year. Or anyways, um, like there's a lot of pieces there. Um, but inexperience, going against another top-tier defense, going against MVP candidate, uh, best team in the league, at home and Baltimore is a tough place to play. Like I just, mm-hmm. again, it's a, it's a great story. You want a playoff game with a team that was supposed to be like five and 12, but like, all right, let's, it's time for them to stop and assess the situation. And, you know, maybe next year we're having a different conversation. Right. Yeah. Good. Uh, Ray, you want to end this off with your six? Yep. Um, Tampa Bay. Same thing as Green Bay, man. They are just inconsistent. Baker Mayfield, I love the guy. Like, I just like him, right? Just because he's got that. He's Boxy. Just, he, yeah, he's just like a tough dude. But he's inconsistent. He's very emotional when he plays. And uh, I think that's going to uh, ultimately be their worst enemy. And so I'm going right. to have to go with the Bucks at six. All right. Um, for me, my number six is the Buffalo Bills. Um the whole, you know, all season long, I was saying the fall of the Bills, and then they ended up, you know, uh, climbing that hill, and they, and uh, here they are, here they uh, are now, uh, and and uh, I don't, I don't know if I can trust uh, um, Josh Allen. He's he's a turnover machine. Fuck Diggs, that guy screwed me over in fantasy. <laughs> what a piece! What a what a what a what a piece of shit! Fuck that guy for making for having me lose the damn Super Bowl. But anyway, enough of that. <laughs> you bet um, the over. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I, I'm gonna put the Bills at six. Uh, Robert, uh, I got the Green Bay Packers. Um, hey man, they got some scrappy young receivers, man. Um, this 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 matchup with the 49ers is going to be super interesting. We'll get into it right now. But this team is so young and like you said inconsistent. I think that's the Gen Z thing. They they're the youngest team in the league. It's just you know, you don't know what mood they're going to come in. So, um I I know they're going to be riding a little bit maybe a little too high off of this Cowboys win, which is why they'll probably come back down to earth this week. But don't be surprised if like early fourth quarter this is still like a tight one and then for some reason San Francisco just breaks out, but yeah, I, I like this Green Bay team. Um, Lafleur, a lot of credit for getting Jordan Love to where he's at right now. And even he was surprised with how well he played on um, Sunday against the Cowboys. But yeah, 
Much props to the Packers. All right, so we're going into number, number five. five. Ray, uh, Ray, you want to hit us off with your five? Yeah, I think it's the Bills. I love Josh Allen. I think he's a great quarterback, uh, but he is he he does throw ints. He's I don't think he's as sound as everybody thinks he is. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Bills Bills are my number five. <clears throat> nice. Uh, my number five is going to be the Lions. Um, they they face uh, they play the Bucks. Um, I think the when they when they played the Rams, uh, that was a that was a good game because it was Stafford coming back home. Um, Puka Nakua is is a good. I think he's one of the what like rookie of the year, right? That's what he's going up for, or I think he might get that, right, Robert? Uh, it'll probably be Stroud though. Yeah, Stroud, yeah it was be. until until Stroud. Yeah, went off. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, either way, Puka Nakua, you know, like, that he's good. Uh, but I think the Buck, I mean, the Lions are going to have a little bit of a uh, a little task. I mean, the Bucks are are no joke. I mean, that defense is is good. So we'll see what happens there. But I got the the Lions at five. Uh, Pat, uh, number five, I got the Chiefs. Um, hard to bet against Pat Mahomes. Um, and but when you're beating the Dolphins, like the Dolphins choked away home field, which is <laughs> yeah, like you could have been and like, hey, maybe the the Chiefs still beat, um, still beat them in Miami, but like you could have been playing seventy degrees and sunny, um, and had a real shot, but like. Mm, I mean, typical Dolphins fashion, like something goes wrong. Now you're having to play in like negative four degree weather, right? Windshield's like negative 20. Like this is just, it's kind of a, like the Cowboys, like a mindset thing with them sometimes where you just, what can go wrong will. So hard to bet against Pat Mahomes, but just because he's going to, um, he beat the Dolphins and not anyone that's a legitimate playoff team, uh, or in recent memory, then, yeah, let's go Chiefs at five. Robert? Uh, my number five is the Houston Texans. Um, I think they're kind of like the wild card now going forward because we're all expecting them still to show their rookie side at some point with Stroud. Mm-hmm. But then on the other side of it, it's like maybe this guy's just elite already and he's just going to, he's a top five quarterback already and they could make a run and go all the way. It, it just, I I feel like this is a team that could go either way. So that right now they're at the halfway point for me. I mean, I was not expecting that at all Saturday with with the Browns. Um again, I I picked them to win, but not like this. So that's why it tips the scale a little bit where it's like maybe this guy is already just an elite quarterback and throw the rookie thing out the window like it's he just has it. Some people just have it. Um but on the other side, you know, the Ravens could totally demolish them and then we can all say like, oh, rookie year, whatever. So that's why they're at number five for me. All right. Uh, Ray, did we get your five? Or? Yeah. Yeah, we did. We, oh, we did? Bills. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Um, yeah, you want to you hit us off with your four? Yeah, I, I picked the Lions for four. I like Jared Goff. They barely beat the uh, Chargers, you know. So I think the – I think that that Lions are going to be my pick for number four. They're they're a solid team, but I just don't see them uh, going all the way. I see them beating the Bucks, but I don't see them going all the way. Okay, uh, Robert. 
my number four is the Buffalo Bills. A um, little bit kind of sh- shaky on their way into the playoffs. And they played, it was close with the Steelers for a while, and then they just broke away. Um, and the only reason I don't have them higher than the Lions um, is just because I trust Detroit's culture right now. Uh, Sean McDermott still can be a little iffy here and there. And I think that's ultimately will probably be Buffalo's downfall will be like, it'll be like a coaching decision or some mishap. And then there's going to be decisions about Buffalo at the end of the season. Cause I think Buffalo's right there, but I think I'm not sure if Sean McDermott's the coach. So that's why I haven't met for. All right. Um, at number four, I got the Texans. Um, I have them pretty high up. Um, I, I don't know if they'll beat the Ravens. I'm not, I'm still kind of, I don't, I don't know. I mean, um, I know they'll give them a little fight. I know they lost week one, 25 to nine, but I mm-hmm. mean, Stroud was just starting. So, I mean, you really can't base it off that week one. Oh, wait, they um, played the season already? Yeah, they played. <laughs> oh, the yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'll go back and watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was it was good. A couple of, I mean, it was good. And then, I mean, the, the Ravens got away. But anyway, I got the Texans. I'm high on the Texans just because I've been high on them all year. So uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, don't, yeah, don't after, give me that yeah, after, yeah uh, after I forced no, it out of you. No, you, you didn't. You didn't. <laughs> anyway, Pat, what's, who's your number four? Uh, number four, I'll go Bills. Um Funny enough, I actually think the Chiefs will beat the Bills just because they beat the Bills like seven times in a row or whatever it is. But um, <laughs> it's a weird I, year, I just, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, they have an edge. Uh, it's just hard to put one over the other two too much. So I'm going to have them kind of, t- you know, back and forth in that four or five spot. Um, hard to trust Josh. I mean, Josh Allen is always going to have those one to two throws where you're just dude, what are you, what are you doing every single game? And sometimes it's magic and he, you know, he takes off for 52 yards and, you know, breaks tackles and all that. And sometimes you, you, you're just looking at like at the bonehead play and that's just kind of, you live down with them. So I'll, I'll go bills at four. Nice. Um, I'll kick us off with three. I'm going to go with the bucks. Um, what you have that high? Yeah, my bucks. My bucks are number three. Your bucks. Uh, my <laughs> my bucks. Um, when they lost in the regular season, twenty five to eleven. You remember that game, Robert? That that was. I think that was Baker Mayfield still trying to figure out the chemistry with Evans and Goddard and and whatnot. Um, looking Godwin. at the game when I when I was or, yeah Godwin and when I was watching the game yesterday, I think that. Uh, you know, I mean, Baker did, you know, they did their film study and, and I think, you know, they handled it. The defense came, you know, played and, um, I mean, Hertz couldn't really do any plays. So, um, yeah, I got the Bucks at number three and, and it, it could beat the Lions. That's shocking. Shocking. Just, just take it, man. No, I'm taking it. I, lo- I, I love it. I love the boldness yeah. of it, but man, I don't uh, know. We'll see. Ray, who's your number three? Man, you know, this is going to be a very long number three, but it's the Baltimore Ravens, and here's why. Here's why. Here's why. So the Houston Texans played the Baltimore Ravens first game, first season for C.J. Stroud, first year play caller for D'Amico Ryans. 
The the Texans trailed by one point for the entire half, seven to six. C.J. Stroud threw for 242 yards, while Lamar Jackson threw for 169. We still had Damian Pierce. Our defense didn't know what the fuck they were doing, but they were still holding them. The the Baltimore Ravens did come out of the locker room and they scored what two touchdowns in the in right. in the third quarter. But we also, I don't know if you guys have been watching C.J. C.J. Stroud for the past ten games. But he is a second-half, two-minute shutdown quarterback. So if this game goes even in the same direction, and we played in Baltimore, if it goes in the same direction, I think that the Texans can take the Ravens. It's not going to be easy by any means, but it's going to be a good game. You know, and and so I have to go with my team. You know, if we're tipping the scales, I have to go with my team because per stats on that game, I mean, we we, we had the stats, and, and that's C.J. Stroud's. First game in the NFL without the defense playing at the caliber they are, without the additional pickups that we had midseason, you know, and so it'll be a good one. So, yeah, I'm going with the Ravens. I love it. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Uh, Pat, this, man number... did his, this man did his homework. I love it. <laughs> Pat, you're number three. Number three, uh, I'll go Detroit. They have all the momentum in the world. That city has been waiting <laughs> longer than I've been alive for a playoff win. So uh, you get a home, you you get a playoff win. Now you get to face Baker Mayfield of that of that of all quarterbacks. He's probably the worst left. So like ah, it, the the rugs the the floor is gonna fall out from the Bucks at some point. There's no way that you're beating a guy who's been to the Super Bowl before. Like he's they've done this before. So um, so have the Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Baker Mayfield wasn't the quarterback. Yeah, true, true. Jared Goff, Jared Goff is, has more weapons. Um, they has a pretty solid defense. Uh, I mean, I think you're going to see Detroit in the in the conference championship game. Ooh. All right, Robert. Uh, my number three is also the Detroit Lions. Um, I used to hate Dan Campbell back when he was the interim for Miami. And he was trying to be a – he was a total meathead. Um, I mean, he still kind of is, but I, I, I like his fire and his passion. And it shows, and this team is really galvanized uh, behind uh, behind him. And then ever since that Dallas uh, – <laughs> that robbery that happened, oh, um, man. I think this team is just on a mission right now to just prove – it's like kind of like Detroit against the world right now. So um, at least they have that mentality. I know a lot of people are rooting for them, including myself. I love those. There's, uh, like all the NFC teams that are left. Like I, there's, there's nothing that I hate about any of them. We have that on. Is that you, Abe? Uh, I don't know why I did that. Idiot. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, as I was saying, like out of all the NFC teams that are left uh, in the playoffs, like I don't have any disdain for any of them. Like I feel good for all of them. Hopefully, we'll see who comes out on top. But Detroit, their story is awesome and. It'd be nice to see if they could make it to a conference championship. Super Bowl, I don't know, but stranger things have happened. And it's, uh, like Ray said, it's a weird year. All right. You want to hit us off with your number two? That's uh, H-Town. Houston. Sorry. They had to go down Ooh, sometime. <laughs> All right. I know you guys thought I was going to take them to number one, but no. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay. So you got them at two? Mm-hmm. All right, Pat. Uh, number two 
we'll go 49ers uh, who have owned the Dallas Cowboys for however long. Um, yeah, Niners have a, just a complete team. It's hard to bet against them. There's a reason that they didn't have to play this week. So, uh, you know, they're going to go against – who are they playing? The, um, Packers. Packers. The, oh, yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> but the Niners are going <laughs> to have a – yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh... Jordan Love, great story. Right, you get to pass on the tradition of like the the of great quarterbacks behind you and Rodgers and Favre. It doesn't matter. The Forty ers have Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk and the best running back in football and elite defense and like Brock Purdy can put it all together. Even if he doesn't have to do, he basically does what Dak does, but like better. Um, so yeah, Forty ers <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with the Niners at number two as well. Um, I think they're going to take care of the Packers and, and we'll see what happens who they play in the conference. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Niners. Robert? I got the 49ers as well. Um, I still think they're the best team in, in all of the NFC. I'm not going to say the whole NFL, just the NFC. They, even when they got smacked around, uh, um, by Baltimore, I was like, everyone started selling their stock a little bit. And I said, this was probably a blessing in disguise for them to kind of like go into the radar going forward because all the heat now is on Baltimore being the best in the league. So they'll, they'll have a good showing uh, this weekend in the, in the divisional round, but that the only reason they're number two is because of who beat them at number one. Right. Um, I'm going to go ahead and kick us off. My number one is the Ravens. Um, they don't have, you know, they play the Texans. Um See what happens here. Uh, I think uh, Mark Andrews was practice was uh, seen or he practiced today, so he might be a go for that game. Um, so that gives Lamar Jackson another weapon. Um, but we'll see. Uh, Stroud's going to have uh, uh, he's going to be running around. I think he might overcome Jadavian Clowney. I'm not oh, too sure, please, but, he, but he will. He will get. He will have some hurries. <laughs> we'll we'll see. Yeah, Robert, you hate Jadavian Clowney. It's all right though. Yeah. Think CJ Stroud is scared of Jadavian Clowney? Come on now, yeah, <laughs> he's played some pretty difficult defenses this year. Tell him, Ray. Tell him some some front lines. I'm, I mean, I'm sure JD is going to be out for blood though, since you know Texans were his former team, but or one oh, of them, right. one of his former teams. Yeah, and we'll see. Um, Ray, who do you got number one? Forty uh, Niners because of everything that Pat said. I feel that they are the they're just a balanced team. They're the most balanced team out there. And if anybody can win it all, it's going to be them. Right. You know, if not this uh, year, never, (laughs) if not this year, never. Right. Robert. Uh, My number one's the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, they've just been complete all the way around since like post post Thanksgiving. Uh, John Harbaugh has got this. I mean, he's always in the mix and that's, I think he's probably the one that doesn't get talked about the most as far as like coaching. Everyone's like, oh, Mike Tomlin and his uh, above 500 record every year. Like, motherfucker, at least Baltimore like is like in the playoffs <laughs> every year. Like, I don't know. Just, I feel like he doesn't get enough credit. And uh, especially with what he's had to the way he's evolved this team, especially with Lamar coming in and, you know, making it to more his style and, and just being adaptable. And yeah, man, the, the way they, Handled the 49ers, finessed them, and just if they can, they can continue that, then they're going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Pat? Um, 
I've been searching for a new team to root for since the Cowboys let me down every year. <laughs> and uh, so shout out uh, my new team. Thankful of Jorge, of Jorge Ortiz. If you guys, you guys know him ah, out, yes. uh, down there. Uh, Baltimore Ravens. Let's go Ravens. <laughs> my new favorite Ooh. team. <laughs> All right. I'm the underdog here. So and, and they're, 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 great, they're a great team. And if it wasn't, if it wasn't for the Texans showing up the way they have, I'd be rooting for them too. This, so this yeah. is my thing. Uh, we like we've already kind of covered the Ravens uh, enough. That, like, hey, they hard to hard uh, scheme to play against. Like, yes. this, having a power running scheme with a, a quarterback like uh, like Lamar, who probably is going to win MVP. Like, that's a very hard, stingy defense. It's going to be at home. I know, I know, it's going to upset Ray. The the Texans did, um, they did put up a fight against the uh, the Ravens. They also lost to uh, to the worst team in the league, the Panthers. Completely forgot. They did also <laughs> lost like lose a defensive battle to the Panthers. Um, yeah. yeah, Lamar Jackson's on fire. He's he's bound to at least see the NFC or the AFC Championship, if not the Super Bowl. We'll see. Um, but uh. Yeah, new favorite team. Let's go, Ravens. <laughs> They're going down. <laughs> luckily, I don't get, luckily, luckily, none of luckily none of them pay my bills, so I don't get upset over it. <laughs> right. But I do. I do. I do root. Uh, all right, good stuff. That wraps up our our uh, power rankings for this week. Uh, Robert, you want to head us into um, division around? Division around the best weekend in football, at least in my eyes. It's, there's been so many great matchups over the year, years in this round. So hopefully we'll get some this weekend. Uh, first up, it's going to be Saturday. It's going to be around three three thirty on ABC, ESPN. Joe Buck and uh, Troy Aikman will be calling this one. It's the Houston Texans traveling to face the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, this since this is Ray's team, uh, the Texans are the hot team coming in. Uh, kick us off with your thoughts and who's going to win this matchup. I think it's going to be a, a tough game, and it's going to come down to the the final seconds. So I, I'm calling Houston by three. Oof, okay. Yeah, because here, if okay. and again, it, it boils down to holding them, just holding them, and then that power run at the end. I've, I've got to call it. So do you, you think the it's a situation? Do you think it's a situation where uh, Baltimore scores, but there's just enough time for Stroud to make some plays and get like a field goal? Is that what you're thinking? I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be a tight game throughout and it's gonna come down to the final seconds. So I'd say it's a tied match first quarter, you know, first half. I say somebody frees up in this in the in the third quarter, kind of like uh they did at the beginning of the season, and I think it's gonna boil down to a fourth quarter battle. So high sc- high scoring or low? Uh it's gonna be ooh, that's a good call. Hmm. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I don't think it's going to be high. I say uh, 21-24 Texans. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Let's do that. Okay. I'll go. I know what uh, everyone else is going to say. <laughs> <laughs> New favorite team. Let's go, Ravens. Don't disappoint me. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I mean – it, it's hard to bet against the MVP. It's hard to bet against the MVP at home. Um, I'm sure it's going to be a tough battle up until maybe the third quarter or something like that. Uh, it's 
going to be a low scoring. I think it's even lower than 21 24. It's probably like, like 19 13 or something like that. Like, I think this is real ugly, but, um, it, they, they control the Ravens control the clock. Uh, Ravens have a guy that can make magic happen when you need it to happen. Uh, CJ Stroud is going to have, actually, it doesn't even matter if he throws six interceptions, they're still going to be like, ah. He he's not going to catch a lot of heat for it. Like he's going to do what he does, but that's what happens. It's a, a rookie against a team that like, or he's playing with a team that like Nico Collins. As much as I gave him praise earlier, I mean, like that offense is still kind of predicated on him making things happen. He doesn't have a whole whole lot of like real real good weapons like that, right? Sometimes you have a broken play for seventy yards, but it's it's more of just like Stroud's making it happen. And I think he's going to get bottled up a little more than than we realize. Um, you know, hey, address some of these skill positions in the off season. Great season, but uh, yeah, it's going to be hard to beat the Ravens. Nice, Abe. Yeah, um, yeah. When the uh, the Ravens signed Dalvin Cook. So now you got you got you got Dalvin Cook and you got Gus Edwards. That's what you're um, leading with. No, no, no. What's wrong? What's wrong with Dalvin Cook? That's what you're what's leading with. with? It's it's a it's a one two punch right there, man. Um, I'm gonna go with the Ravens. Um, it's hard because I want to go Texans because I like CJ Stroud, but I I think Lamar Lamar has uh, the edge here because um, he can do it passing and he can do it with his feet. So. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, and, and they're at home. It's hard to play in Baltimore. So we'll see. Um, I'm going to have to go Ravens, though. Nobody's brought it up yet, uh, so I'll, I'll go ahead and do it. Um, how come nobody's talked about the pressure that Lamar Jackson's under? He's probably under the most pressure this year, probably more than the 49ers, because at least the 49ers have made the Super Bowl. Um, everybody's been talking about Lamar Jackson as, you know, he's, he was MVP at one point and they always talk about him being like one of the top, like three quarterbacks in the league and, oh, nobody can prepare for this guy or whatever, which all that is true. Still got to win the big one to, to put yourself in that category. Um, I don't know, man, CJ Stroud kind of has that Joe Burrow like I don't give a fuck like I don't give a shit if y'all were number one I'm gonna come in here and play my game and uh he just has no fear and again it's divisional round you know it's supposed to be the more like experienced teams but this is also the weekend of like house money teams so I I'm gonna go with the Texans because I'm still gonna manifest what? I'm gonna manifest I'm still manifesting C.J. Stroud knocking Patrick Mahomes out of the playoffs. Uh, That may be a spoiler for who I'm picking in the next game, but this youth movement or the next generation, not that I'm saying like Lamar and Patrick are old, but like this new generation of the next quarterbacks that are going to be up there, uh, there's going to be a surprise this weekend. It'll be Stroud and the Texans. Uh... I'll give you a score too. Um, 28-24, 28-24, Texans. Jeez. Take that. I thought Lamar had more than one playoff win. I thought, I thought it was, he was like two and four. He's one and three. Oof. But yeah, he's, it's, yeah. Hard, it's hard. That's what I'm saying. The pressure's there. That's the only reason. If it, 
if if Lamar had a bunch of playoff wins in his pocket, I'd probably that probably take the edge off of it, but it's it's there. It's just as bad as Dak. He does have some scrutiny because he's only had one playoff win, but he's he's also had an MVP campaign. Also, and I'm not taking any, anything away from the Texans. I Stroud's going to be a stud. It's when when Joe Flacco throws two pick sixes that takes so much pressure off of him having to do more in those games. True. And True. like, yes, he has like that. He had that 75 yard touchdown to um, Brevin Jordan, but like that, that's a lot harder to do if. If you're playing a clean game with Flacco, that being Fair said, point. I mean, very Fair well point. could still happen. All right, we all got our picks in. Yep. Mm. Dalvin Cook. <laughs> <laughs> Dalvin Dalvin Cook, man. All right. Next up, we got the Fox late game Saturday night. It's the Green Bay Packers traveling to face the San Francisco 49ers in Santa Clara. Uh, who's high on the 49ers and Packers? Let's kick us off here. Abe? Yeah, I'll go ahead and go. I'll go with the 49ers. Um, like I said earlier in the power rankings, um, 49ers have that that uh, explosive offense. So uh, it's going to be hard for Green Bay to kind of – you know, figure out who they're going to double up on. Like, is it Debo Samuel? Is it Brandon Ayuk? Is it Kittle? You know, and then you got CMC. So, I mean, it's it's hard. Uh, I think Jair Alexander is going to go ahead and, and have his hands full. Um, and I, it, it's it's too much for them. So, I'm going to go 49ers. Pat? Yeah, we'll keep this short. It's 49ers. I mean, uh, I mean – we have yet to get to y'all's picks, but like, is anyone really believing that Jordan Love is going to do this again? Like, the 49ers <laughs> are actually disciplined. They, they, they have everything the Cowboys have, but they have like discipline and can execute properly. Uh, so yeah, 49ers. Ray? Niners. Yeah, hands down. Yeah. Okay. Do you think it's going to be competitive at all or is it going to be a squash? No, I think it's going to be a squash. Yeah, I don't, I don't see a good game. Yeah, that's, I think the Green Bay Packers gave it to the, the Cowboys and that's all they had. I think the Niners are going to come at them hard. Okay. Um, I'm speaking on the youth movement again. I'm going, let me just put it out there. I'm, I'm picking the 49ers, but I think this game is going to be a, a lot more interesting than what you guys think. Um, who did the Niners lost somebody on the back end and the Packers do got a couple of receivers. That could make some plays and make this interesting for a while. I could see even Brock Purdy throwing a pick for some reason early on. That kind of makes it like, oh shit, is this going to happen again? But they'll they'll come together and they'll make more plays, and uh, that's how they'll come out with the victory. But I think it's going to be a little bit more interesting than what you guys think. I think I think it's going to be a little bit closer. But I got Niners. Oh, all right. So we're all we're all on the Niners here. Or Abe, have you gotten yet? Yeah, I already went. I said we're nice. Okay, okay. All right, all right. All right, let's let's head into Sunday. Uh, early one on NBC. It's going to be the Tampa Bay, my Tampa Bay Buccaneers, traveling to face the Detroit Lions in, in the Motor City. Uh, let me go first since this is my team. Um, two interesting stories here, right? You know, the Lions broke that 
big streak of uh, not winning the playoff games in like 30 years, you know, something that the Cowboys haven't done, you know, winning the Super Bowl, that type of story. So that was huge for that city. They got a lot of momentum, a lot of people on their side, you know, everything that happened in Dallas, you know, they, a lot of people felt they were wronged and all that. And that would be a great story heading into the, into the Super Bowl. On the other side of it, the Bucks are kind of like on this little revenge tour a little bit because all the teams left in the NFC minus the Bucks or minus the Packers, they they got some bones to pick. You know, Detroit beat them early in the season, manhandled them, and then the Niners as well. So the Bucks got some motivation going forward here too. But with that being said, um, as much as I love this Bucks team and how much they played uh, yesterday with with that defense, I I don't see that same performance uh, this weekend, and that Detroit fan base is going to be rabid. Um, and the Lions just have a better offense and more consistent. I trust them more than the Bucks being consistent on offense. So they'll put up more points, and the Lions will get the win. But I'll be happy if the Bucks somehow pull up the upset. Um, Ray, who do you got? I've got the Bills. Uh, I just don't see the Bucks doing it. I like the Bucks again. If they win, I'll be happy. But I see the Bills coming out on top. Oh, you mean the, the Lions, right? I mean, I mean the Lions, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I think Kansas yeah. City will beat the Bills, but uh, yeah, the Lions, which I probably could wait on that. <laughs> That's okay. All right, Lions. All right. Pat? Uh, yeah, Lions. I mean, it got all the momentum in the world, and when it comes to playoff games, this is where experience really matters. Jared Goff has done this before. Um. But but Man. only Jared Goff has done just the way you put it on me. I'm gonna fight you a little bit on this one because you yeah you, you, you said Baker's never done it. Jared Goff has, but the rest of that Lions team is all they've never experienced this before. That's true. The thing is, the most important position in football should have that experience. And like you're right, like maybe Amon Ross St. Brown like just has a couple of just terrible drops. Or you have like a Jameer Gibbs fumble or something like that, uh, which like it very well could happen. But I, when you have when you have guys that when you when you have a guy that's leading you that's like can kind of calm the nerves. Hey, we're down by ten in the third quarter, and he's like, "All right, let's do our thing, chill out, and we're gonna go down and we're gonna score three or seven and and get back in this." Like that is viable, and I don't see. The, like if the if the shoes on the other foot and you're down by ten in third quarter, Baker Mayfield, as much as he's had a a good a really good season, I mean going against the Lions defense, I don't think nerves might get to him just a little bit because he hasn't had a lot of playoff experience. Fair point. Right. Abe, yeah, I'm gonna go with the uh, I'm gonna go with the Lions. Um, yeah, they're they're at home. <laughs> I I mean Jared Goff, man. I think Jared Goff's the better quarterback than than Mayfield. Um, and and of course, you know, like in playing in Detroit, I mean that that's a that's another hard place to play at. So um, yeah, I'm gonna go Lions on this one. All right, so it's settled. Any any of y'all? Is it gonna be? I just want to get your quick thoughts uh, around around the table. A close game or a route? 
close. Pat? Um, a little closer than, than you'd think, but like 25-17, something like that. Okay. Ray? I think close. I think one score game. Okay. Fair enough. That's all we can hope for, right? Is like a bunch of good games this weekend also. So Yeah. Um all right. Last we got the uh probably the game of the week just based on star power. Um gonna be on CBS. Tony Romo will be on the call with Jim Nance. The Kansas City Chiefs traveling for the first time in the Patrick Mahomes era to face the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen. Who wants to get us started on this one? I'll, I think Josh Allen's going to take him out. I think it's going to be a game, but based on history, uh-huh. I think that the Bills are going to beat the Chiefs. Even though the Chiefs are dynamic when it comes to playoff time, I think that this is going to be an upset, and I think the Bills win. Because the sure. Bills have beat uh, the Chiefs the past two times they've met at Kansas City. So I think that this is being a game changer. For the Bills, and I, I see the Bills taking this. Okay. But again, a, a one-score game. It's going to be close. Down to the wire. Down to the well, because Patrick Mahomes knows a rally. I mean, yeah. he just does. So, the deciding factor, but it's going to be close. Okay. Pat, who do you got? I went back and forth on this for a minute, just because this probably is going to be the best game of the week. Um, I'll go Chiefs, just because, I mean... Has Josh Allen beaten Pat Mahomes in the playoffs? Yeah, I don't think so, right? Like, no, he hasn't. It's not even being sarcastic. I, I don't think he's beat Pat Mahomes yet. And, like, yes, it, there's a little bit of difference because now the Bills are at home. Uh, and, you know, Pat Mahomes doesn't have uh, as many weapons as he did before. But the last time we said that, he won a Super Bowl. So, like, he's – Rasheed Rice turned out to be just a really, really good receiver – um, Isaiah Pacheco turned out to be just what they wanted um, CEH to be. Yeah. Their defense has really improved. Um, and back to those Josh Allen mistakes, like that that 52-yard scramble for a TD could easily be him trying to do too much. Now you fumble the ball, and now you give Pat Mahomes, you know, another shot. And I don't know. It's going to be close. I'm going to love the game, but yeah, I'll go. I'll go Pat Mahomes. Um, I'm gonna go with the Bills because I don't. I'm tired of seeing shit about Taylor Swift. <laughs> what does Taylor Swift have to do with? Can't stand that shit. Like, well, it's just like I hate seeing the damn poster boards of. Oh my gosh, Taylor Swift! Like, fuck out of here, man. I'm tired of that shit. <laughs> um, talk about the game. I I think the Bills. The Bills have what it takes. The Bills have more. Uh, on offense, uh, to, to go ahead and, and score. Um, uh, Patrick Mahomes, you know, I mean, yeah, he's Mahomes, but I think he's going to come a little, he'll, he'll come up a little short on this one. I think the Bills want it this time. Um, I think they're going to be more hungry. So I'm going to go with the Bills. Okay. Um, Chiefs are going to have something to fight for. They, they remember that last game. Remember that was the famous, uh, Kadarius Tony offsides and Patrick Mahomes <laughs> through the biggest yeah. in the world. Yeah. You don't think they're yeah. thinking about that? You don't think they're mad? Um, <laughs> Bills are going to play them tough. They're at home, so it's going to be harder on those third and longs for Patrick Mahomes and the receivers to hear the call. That that fan base is going to be loud. 
Um, but I think in the end, there's going to be a coaching mishap, and it's going to come from the Bills side, and I think that'll spill oh. the end for Sean McDermott. And the Chiefs will live to fight for one more week. Fuck Get that, the text, man. And then, and then my, <laughs> manif- my manifestation will come true. Well, that'd be nice. So I, I got the Chiefs, but it's going to be a thriller like most of these games have been between these two. And that's all we can hope for is a is a good classic game. Yeah. All right. That's uh that's all the division around. We're we're getting near to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Getting close. Um <laughs> so that's that's uh yeah, that's so um that's a wrap, right, Robert, pretty much. Yeah, unless you all have any closing thoughts. Anything I think we talked about everything unless we're forgetting yeah. the X Factors. I don't think so. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and plug in the socials real quick and then I'm gonna let Ray go ahead and talk about you give his uh his pod a little little brief uh intro on that one. Uh real yeah. quick uh for our email, it's the two minute drive podcast at outlook.com. That's the uh the number two spelled out T W O Minute Drive Podcast at Outlook.com. Our X account is at UR Roughness. It's the letter U and then Roughness Pod. Uh Robert's running the Facebook account at Two Minute Drive Podcast. Jake's running the Instagram account at Two Minute Drive Podcast as well. So uh, hit us up on any of those socials. Um, um, also, I want to thank Patrick for coming on the show again. Um, oh, yeah. Also, also Robert, thanks for holding the fort down last week. I had an emergency, so thank you for covering and and yes, uh, I'm here now. Um, always a pleasure to do it with you. Um, and man, my uncle Ray, man, shout out to him. Thanks for joining. And and I was I was sitting on the couch and I was like. The Texans, who who else to have on the show than than Ray? You know, because he's a he's a diehard. Uh, but but I, I appreciate you coming onto the show, taking time out of out of your busy schedule to to uh, come on the show and be with us. And it was a pleasure. Um, if you want to go ahead and and talk a little bit about your podcast, so that way you know our viewers, our listeners can uh, listen in on it. Yeah, called the Balance Purpose Podcast, and it's primarily a a self help educational podcast that in a very fast-paced world and, and there's a lot of distortion and, and a lot of confusion out there and, and we like to do is help people find their purpose and kind of develop a for them by interviewing uh, entrepreneurs, uh, business executives, coaches, athletes who have all point but yet found their balance and they found their purpose and now are living pretty successful lives and so it's it's a motivational podcast that's just designed to to help people out to guide people and again it's balance purpose podcast Uh, you can find it on spotify apple google uh pod your site and then uh you can even go to balancepurpose.com uh where you can just directly but it's a good time. Thank you for allowing the plug. Awesome, Ray. Awesome. Um, if it's okay, Ray, uh, uh, my boy Robert will add you on Facebook because uh, that way uh, you can share the love um, on your social as well. Um, and then okay. that way we can he, he can also tag you once he uh, uploads the episode. Um, uh, but all of us here at Palace Productions, uh, like I said, again, always a pleasure with my boy Robert. And uh, thank you guys for coming on to the show. Robert, if you want to add anything before we close out. No, I just want to, I want to thank Pat again for coming on. Uh, love your insight. Uh, you're always welcome on the show. 
same thing for you, Ray. Whenever you want to come on, just give a shout out to to Abe over here and let me know, and uh, we'll get you back on. Um, the, we're season one of this show, so we're gonna we're gonna go stronger next season. So you guys are always more than welcome to hop back on and talk football. It's it's great to get different perspectives and different opinions. So appreciate both of y'all. Thank you. Yeah, happy to do it. Yeah, I'll come back again next week. Shoot. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do the, Texan, do the Texans make the championship. The even AFC if they championship? even if they don't. Even if they don't. I All love right. talking football and and this was fun. All right. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Now nah, he 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 just wants to come on so he can shit on Jacob. Yeah, <laughs> he better be on next week. <laughs> All right. Get well soon, Jake. <laughs> yeah, 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 get well get, soon. Get, get well, buddy. All right. Well, uh, from all of us here at the uh, Two Minute Drive podcast, uh, thank you guys again for joining, and uh, we'll see y'all soon. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.